Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I've got a fun new game. I mean, I think it's fun. I have some weird ideas of fun, though. Like, this might be fun. But it's not like, you know, pulling out your arm hairs or anything. Just to see if. Dimly registering pain will, you know, in some way make you feel alive again. Uh, hello, how are you? Happy February. Gosh, isn't it fun? Uh, some great news. Uh, Donald Trump has uh, been nominated for the Nobel Peace Prize um, by Jack Madison. Uh, he's a member of uh, the Estonian right-wing populist party, EKRE, uh, who said, um, you know, he's the best because he didn't start any wars. Uh, it's quite a low, low benchmark, I feel. I feel like... Um, uh, we should all should, shouldn't almost all of us should have a Nobel Peace Prize on that basis. I'm not I'm not aware of having started any wars. It did once kick off in Weatherspoon's Leicester Square when I judged a joke competition on behalf of Bachelor's Super Noodles, um, but that was a long time ago. You know, bygones. Um, I think it led it up led to the breakup of Yugoslavia. I don't know. Um, no, I think everyone should get prizes like the little snowflakes we are, little Jocasta and Tarquin. God, why do people get so angry about children being treated nicely? I don't know. Um, did so? Did am I right in thinking Captain Tom? Poor Captain, oh, I went up and down the garden. Wait, are you after oh, up and down the garden? Uh, went to Barbados over Christmas. Is that what happened? Am I doing asides to someone who's not there? I thought so. Um, and so obviously I'm very sad he's contracted COVID. But what were you thinking, Captain Tom? Did you walk to Barbados? No. And that money didn't go straight to the NHS, you know. It went to NHS charities, and I don't even know what that means. I don't know. All right. Uh, Elon Musk, very much in the news. Uh, he uh, seemingly sort of backed all of the uh, GameStop uh, share, share. I mean, not manipulation, but the, the pumping, the pumping of the, uh, the shares. Uh, they're having a go at silver now, although apparently that's, like, that's impossible because, like... Uh, GameStop was worth about one and a half billion dollars. The silver market's one and a half trillion dollars. And I mean, you're into made up words dollars there, aren't you? It's worth 2.6 kajillion dollars. Um, anyway, he has uh, wired up a monkey's brain 
to get it to play video games with its mind. Um, this is a Neuralink Corporation owned by Elon Musk. Um, yeah, we have put uh, coin-sized uh, wireless sensors inside the brains of two pigs. Uh, it's like a Fitbit in your skull with tiny wires. Please don't talk down to me like that. Um, and he, he says it's a, it's a happy monkey. It's a happy monkey. Um, I, love, I love how um, vegans are always accused... Oh, this is not going to be a long one. It's okay. You can stay with me. Uh, vegans are always accused of anthropomorphizing uh, animals, saying they don't feel emotions. They don't feel emotions and stuff. But then when people start sticking chips in their brain or m stealing their eggs and keeping them locked up, it's like, no, 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 but it's happy. They're happy chickens. They're happy chickens because there's a doorway that realistically they can't necessarily get to over each other. And actually there's a lot of doctoring of all of that information. They're happy. Oh, yeah. We think happy cows make the best milk. OK, are they happy when you forcibly impregnate? All right, shut up, Jacob. Uh, Chinese authorities uh, have reassured uh, residents that uh, the video that's doing the rounds over there is fake. Um, this, is, this is a video of people struggling to walk. They are um, waddling like penguins, uh, all stiff-legged with their arms spread out, leaving a hospital after having been tested for COVID anally. Uh, <laughs> they're like, no, no, these, the anal swab video is fake. It is fake news. Um, apparently traces of the virus linger longer in the anus or the feces than in the respiratory tract. Um, imagine combining the two. Anyway, uh, apparently the test is... Uh, a swab inserted three to five centimeters into the sorry into the rectum just breathe slowly uh, and rotated several times and apparently if you tip them several times more uh anyway it's uh it's fine you won't waddle like a penguin apparently <laughs> i don't know it's i've i've got nothing to add on that um Anyway, after yesterday's podcast, uh, which had the sort of uh, the, the advert for uh, United Arab Emirates, uh, we thought that um, because it was basically I just sort of listed stock footage shots uh, because that's all those things ever are. You know, you can just go to Shutterstock or somewhere and um, buy it. By the way, if you haven't seen Big Fat Like yet, have a look. It's on iPlayer. Um, it's a CBBC sketch show, but it's it's perfectly funny for, for grown-ups. Uh, and one of my favourite things is that they do... Um, there are some animated bits, and there'll be, like, a picture of a rock in the corner in the background, and they've put a fake watermark on it, saying, like, Shutterstock. <laughs> it just makes me laugh, those kind of awful, cheap web animations. Anyway, I was thinking about stock photos and stuff, and I thought maybe we could do a stock photo thought shower, like... Now, you can either come up with, you know, what are the classic tropes like woman holding up phone looking angry and confused. That's a classic stock photo. Um, but maybe like as a sort of Google whack challenge, um, let's see how far we can go with stock photos. Can we find something of which there is no stock photo? Uh, for Like you would think 
uh, man screaming into banana stock photo doing that as a search you think that wouldn't surely not but there are several photos of a man screaming at a banana uh, stock photos uh I don't know, man holding broccoli on fork, looking startled. I swear to God, there'll be something. Um, so I'd love your suggestions for stock photos. And as I say, you can either be, what's the classic trope? You know, I don't know, a businessman with tie undone. Uh, I don't know. Have a think uh, and send me your stock photo ideas. It's not today at swanburst.com or at not today pod on the Twitters um speaking of which we have had some uh, emails thanks very much uh let's have a look at this one from joel dear jake uh oh the the, <laughs> the uh subject of the email is linen up arse which is appropriate with the chinese swabbing um and is actually a very clever it's a very very clever joke um lupin lupin this french series that i recommended yesterday although episode three wasn't quite as good um but i feel like it's a bridging episode we'll get there um it's about a guy who calls himself arsene lupin and then every name he gives himself is an anagram of that so i'm assuming that linen up arse is an anagram of arsene lupin which is great uh, I'm pretty sure you can get penis as well. I feel like th this series has a long way to go. Uh, any anagrams you've got of linen up arse, I'd uh, I'd be excited to hear. What could you have? You could have penile, penile. No, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, DJ Lupin uh, Lupin is absurd and full of plot holes, but it's fun and French, and so one can forgive it a fair bit. Yes, I think that's true. Thanks for the recommendation. That's two nights this week sorted. I'm disappointed that the hero, in his clever use of aliases based on anagrams of Arsène Lupin, has yet to use. Oh look, here we go. Joel's done them all. Alpine nurse, <laughs> alien prunes, or unreal penis. There you go. Thank you, Joel. I don't know why I I should have had more faith. We're only two episodes in, so I still have hope. By the way, uh, hardly a hidden gem, but It's a Sin is worth a watch too. Yes, everyone's everyone's talking about that one, aren't they? It sounds quite, quite arduous and grueling. But then I saw a thing on Twitter from, I think, Emily, one of our patrons, um, saying, I could be wrong there, just saying, please don't give it all. Oh, it's too hard. It's too... Just go and watch it. Man up. I think I'm slandering Emily there. Sorry, Emily. Uh, I've done some work in the Middle East, says Joel. And I need to tell you that your advert for Bosnars in the region is spot on. <laughs> I actually know the delighted bareheaded woman you featured. Her name is Naomi and she works for a PR agency in Fujaira that puts all these videos together. She spends most of her time in Starbucks with her friends drinking iced lattes, complaining about her husband's driver and being any rude to anyone South Asian. All the best, <laughs> Joel. <laughs> I, I sort of want to know more. You know, you see all this like... You see, like on Instagram, like all these people living in Dubai. What are they doing in Dubai? What's happening in Dubai? Don't know. Uh, do you know anyone in Dubai? Can you just let me know? Not today at swanburst.com. Who are they? We can change names and stuff. It's fine. Barney. Hello. 
Hi, Jake and fellow Yapparitions. Such a great call for Lupin. Uh, it was so good to discover it without the hype. It just looked interesting when flicking through my friend's Netflix a few weeks ago. Don't flick through other people's net. Uh, and those five episodes slipped down very nicely. It is, and I mean this as a compliment, exquisitely made tosh. Yes, I think that's absolutely right. I don't want to give too much away, but it is simultaneously breezy, clever, funny, socially aware. It's like a cross between Sherlock, before Mark Gattis and Stephen Moffat ruined the final series. Oh, Stephen Moffat. Oh, Stephen, Stephen Moffat. You wrote one good episode of Coupling. It was the last episode. I mean, you know, I couldn't write what you've written, but then I'm not paid to. Anyway, and a Tintin comic. Yes, it is. Uh, and it's so good on French Parisian racism, showing slightly different fault lines to Britain's own problems. Yes. But before I go, or Ken Loach, it wears it all so lightly. Most enjoyable thing in quite a while. Oh, I'm glad you've enjoyed it, Barney. That's awesome. Um, still, says Barney, I really do resent all these streaming sites and their chilling, cash-splurging arms race to be the monopoly. Yeah. Please can I make a call-out for something on the BBC? They currently have The Investigation a Danish true-life drama which deals with that creepy murder back in 2017 of a journalist on board somebody's homemade submarine. <laughs> what? I think I missed that. The six episodes are gripping and focus entirely on the slow and sometimes flawed procedural to convict the suspect. Oh, I am down with that! Best of all, they make a point of never showing or naming the murderer, and there are no glimpses of the female corpse. No dead body porn here. It's brilliant. Ooh, the investigation. I'm in. Thanks also, says Barney, uh, for pointing us to Broken Bottle Boy. Yeah, which I think you mentioned a few months back. It is a fine online companion to privatised Street of Shame section. Dissecting and carefully itemising each media scumbag for posterity. His bang on piece on Giles Corrin is small fry, really. Yes, I do like Broken Bottle Boy. Check it out. Uh, like Toby Young, Giles Corrin is just the disappointing and unspeakable spawn of a better person. Great, um, great writers and thinkers can be terrible fathers, it seems. Oh, Look at me. I'm kidding. Uh, he, I'm neither. Uh, he was, I mean, you know, he was before my time, but reading Alan Corrin is a delight. Oh, okay. Witty and with an infectious love of diverse things. I never got the appeal of Giles Corrin, hilarious and outrageous reviews. His writing is still, after 20 years, needy, desperate and insincerely sweary and offensive. He knows he can't be Alan Corrin, so he has a punt at being A.A. A. Gill, which still doesn't work. Gill's writing had rhythm, brilliance and firmly held beliefs, many of which were objectionable, but more was surprisingly enlightened. I've never come across anyone who strives so verbosely to be funny. There was that tortuous show where he dressed up in period costume with Sue Perkins, eating food through the ages, pretending not to know how anything works. His pithy off-the-cuff bants sounded like it took 20 takes and a lot of writing down. <laughs> now he's play-acting a sort of dandy-like persona on TV recently. He's harmless compared to Toby Young. I guess the end of print media might flush some of them away, but they'll find another outlet. I haven't even flirted with Times Radio, but I reckon you could easily get some mileage out of it. <laughs> yes, I haven't listened yet. Perhaps we should do a, a listen-along at some point. All of it's... Why don't we do that? We'll schedule one, and like we can go on the social media and just sort of... We'll find a little small secret snidey side hashtag... All of its hard-hitting interviews seem to be between close relatives or dormitory males. 
I guess famous entitled people marry other famous entitled people, but no livestock farmer would allow the inbreeding that goes on in these newspapers. They all seem to share their utter contempt for their audience too. Something you don't do, Jake, even though your recent episodes are about five minutes long at the moment. Yes, I know. I'm so sorry. It's... <laughs> Honestly, the whole homeschooling thing has absolutely thrown a, uh, a frog in the blender. I don't I'm sorry, I can't think of a good... Uh, it, it's a bit of a nightmare. Um... I'm working on it. There's a, it, it, yeah, it's a time of transition, but I'm I'm here, and I do care. Uh, the home just on the Giles Corrin tip. Yeah, I feel like he's got such hot, wet eyes. You know, you can see him breaking. What he needs to do is break. You can see how desperately he needs to have a cry. Just have a cry. It's okay. You're a good little boy. You don't have to be Mr. Naughty Boy and sort of embrace it because you don't really want to be that. Come on, Giles. The homeschooling sounds depressing and gruelling and what you've shown of it on Twitter makes me reassess my miserable time at school. That other, formerly for legal reasons, coked up and failed Times journalist... <laughs> Did Michael Gove say he took cocaine? I can't remember. Uh, he has his little hands all over the endless history lists and grammatical finger-wagging. Yes, that's the problem. I studied languages. I know about cases and the present continuous, and I know you're not supposed to start a sentence with and or but. But there is no point to learning these rules without context or room to play with them. Where is the encouragement to read and explore language or just be read to like I was at my first school? I know. It, the, 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 honestly, the... The literacy syllabus is so bad that I I would take my kid out of mainstream education again over it. It is that bad. It is catastrophic. It just it's just a series of learned rules with no joy of communicating an idea to somebody else. Anyway, but. <laughs> Barney continues with a new sentence. Well done, Barney. I appreciate this. Britain has always meddled and micromanaged its children, and the only thing successive governments have agreed on in 40 years is a devaluation of the arts and humanities in schools. God, yes. Uh, I bet you have Tom Lehrer's new math playing on a loop. Now, that's a song. It's a brilliant song. Maybe you should share some of your kids' school stuff with us. I have a horrible feeling that it will be like those immigration tests where no British native would ever know the answers. It could be like a rubbish quiz for us. I would be delighted to. That's a great idea. All right. All right. We'll, we'll kick off with that tomorrow. Anyway, thanks for the secret Santa too. And at least spring is nearby. Barney. Thanks very much, Barney. That's a nice, a nice list of things there. Um... David Alt's had a new fun mathsy game show idea, uh, and it's kicking off on Thursday. Uh, that's awesome. All right, well we'll do that. It's going to be the Out Down League. Do you remember Out Down? I don't know if you've been listening long enough. It was a it was a good it was a good little numbers game. It wasn't like wildly mathsy. It was more about psychology than maths. It was about picking a number and making sure that you picked a number nobody else picked. It was very ma It was very psychology sort of stuff. Anyway, uh, the Outdown League. David says, let's say that 20 people sign up. In a daily game, contestants will have to pick a number between 1 and 20. If at the end of the day's game you're the only person to have picked that number, you win that number of points. If, however, someone else picks that number, you both lose that number of points. At the end of the week's games, the winners will be announced and prizes, such as warm, fuzzy feeling of achievement, 
are handed out. Are you in? Of course I'm in. The first game will be on Tuesday the 4th of February. When is announced on Thursday the 11th so as not to disturb Cousin Davy. Yeah, don't disturb him. You don't want to disturb Cousin Davy. Yours in number. David. Oh, that's cool. Thanks, David. I like the thought of that. We'll have a go at that. Let's do the hashtag stock challenge. See if you can find uh, an idea for a photo that there isn't a stock photo of. Or see if you can come up with some of the greatest stock photo tropes of all time. Uh, and if you find a picture, do share it uh, on uh, email or Twitter. Um, it's at nottodaypod or nottoday at swanburst.com. That's it for today. Come on, look, that's that's a 20-minute long podcast, Barney. That's not bad. If I stop now, then I won't have to put an advert in the middle, and that'll have saved you. So I'll stop now. Bye-bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.